Okay, quick question. Right now, would you rather have a piece of fruit or a slice of German chocolate cake? Well, statistics will tell us that most people, when asked what dessert they would like a week from now, they'll say a piece of fruit. But in the moment, they're more likely to go for the cake. You're listening to the 10-Minute Think-Through, a to-the-point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. I think that might have been our most delicious intro ever. Like, I'm kind of hungry for cake now. Yeah, I think that I, even a week from now, would still plan for the cake, and I would just plan to not eat bad the rest of the day. Does that make me an Plan to exercise before. When is the cake coming? And we'll exercise beforehand. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's what I do. So this idea, what we're talking about, is um, it's called present bias and how to resist impulses. So there's this idea that I read about on this this website, and there's also an accompanying uh, podcast on marathontrainingacademy.com. So this idea of uh, treat uh, who you want to be as, in the future as motivation for decisions that you make in the present. Uh, another way to say it is there's a future you out there, and what does future you have to say about the decisions that you're going to make today? And I think that this can have some, uh, some spiritual uh, consequences and, and some traction as well and just how we think about our lives, our disciplines that we sort of incorporate into, uh, into our discipleship processes and, and really how we, treat, uh, how we treat our journey with the Lord. Uh, so present you versus future you, what do you think? Yeah, so I was thinking about this in terms of it's, I mean, we just ended January, so New Year's resolutions was the first thing that came to mind where you ha- you start out the, the year with these goals and you have sort of this picture of like an ideal you at the end of the year. Like, okay, well, by December 2017, I want to have achieved these kinds of things. Um, let's say it's, it's uh, you know, becoming more uh, debt-free. Um, so then each month, you know, you have, you have to make choices day by day to work towards that goal, but it's easier to think of, you know, the you in a month from now as being more financially responsible. Like, oh, you know, I didn't really... I don't really know if I can do it this month, but I'll do it next month, right? You know, and sort of repeating that process over and over. Um, and so, like, the trick is really being able to, like, think of, like you're saying, make decisions now that the future you is going to be thankful for. The idea of being able to attach some meaning to those short-term goals, I think, is where a lot of the meat is in this for me. When I think about a, a particular spending plan for two seventeen two two for twenty two seventeen well twenty seventeen <laughs> for my family, uh, at this point honestly like I I can I I still feel a little bit of excitement from not eating out that particular time you know so if I have one more peanut butter sandwich tonight then I still can can feel a little bit of a value in that like okay i i know what it's going to be like to see that savings at the end of the month or that savings at the end of the year but we get lost so much in the the mess and the kind of fast pace of oh no like what what's going to what's going to benefit me right now it just doesn't i don't even i don't feel anything in that moment i think this is maybe uh at the heart of what I'm, I think about when I listen to any of these episodes uh, or any of our podcasts is that this is an encouragement to be thoughtful, like the, to consider the option to not just grant uh, 
power to your impulses. This is, you know, uh, the the scenario that comes to my mind, honestly, is the cartoon with the like the little devil on the right shoulder and the little angel on the left shoulder, and they're sort of like talking into each ear, whispering like, "Do this, no, don't do this," or or it's that internet meme of like, "Have you seen the Kermit the Frog in the with the hood, you know, the, with, the, with the hood. hood?" It's 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 you know, it's whispering to you, no matter what you think, do this instead. But um, I think that even those those are not great great pictures. I mean. This is talking about not just doing things that are impulsive, just making a plan in general. So how does that work even when we think about the Lord? Yeah, I well, I go back to where we talked a few weeks ago about developing like habits and the benefit of like sort of forcing yourself, even when it's difficult, to do things like be in Scripture every day and to pray every day when, it, when it's hard or to fast when it's uncomfortable. That was the first thing that, come, that comes to my mind is... Um, you know, like you're saying, developing a plan and then finding some resolve to be able to say, even on days when I don't feel like it, when I don't want to, I'm still going to do it and like committing to that. And that's a commitment you have to make every single day. Like it's not like uh, it carries you forward. It sort of has to be renewed each morning. So when it comes to Bible reading, for instance, we underestimate what can happen in five years and overestimate what can be done in, in five minutes, you know, so tomorrow morning I can get up and and I think, boom, like all of a sudden, just quickly, I'm, I'm going to have achieved this level of godliness and this, this sense of like euphoria that I've heard from God and the angels have spoken to me. When in reality, what happens is we're renewing our minds day after day. We talked about this some recently in a sermon where uh, the, the idea for, of spiritual growth is, is less attributed to what happens just in a, in a kind of a boom of a moment, but more of, of uh, our minds being shaped to think wisely, that future you coming one step at a time. You know, for me, the most important thing about future me is that I'm still going to struggle. You know, that, that as much as I want to consider myself to have like a, uh, a spiritual version of a six-pack abs or, or whatever, like I'm still going to have sin and struggles. And so for me, uh, that one thing I want to plan for is the need to, to, to acknowledge that and to plan to preach the gospel to myself every single day. Because what can happen is I can, uh, I can come up with this picture of future me that is not just a goal or a resolution that I want to set for myself, but it also can work itself into my psyche, and I can think that the only acceptable version of me before the Lord is future me and not me now. And so I think that it's important for us to, to take a, an honest look at uh, what, you know, the future you is, is that's the, that God is the one who is, uh, who is giving you strength to stand and is, you know, allowing you to overcome things, and, and He is sanctifying you. He is giving you disciplines to transform your entire life, your entire being. But it's not because you have all of a sudden gritted your teeth enough. It's because you are, you, you are making decisions now, again, like we've been talking about, I think, with, with other episodes, with more than just your personal best interests in mind. It's one thing to see yourself as uh, in a future sense of, of growing and experiencing progress and and knowing that um, that you're not who you used to be, that's worth celebrating even and, and being excited about what God can do to transform us. 
it's another thing to think that God is waiting to approve of us and that he will love us one day once we've achieved a certain level of holiness or a certain level of knowledge that we you know, deem to be equivalent of, uh, of, of what it actually means to be mature. I mean, even when you think about in, you know, in uh, the world of addiction and recovery, like Alcoholics Anonymous, they give out chips for lengths of time of sobriety, but those lengths of time are very small instances. It's not just, you know, I've been sober for a year. There's different levels and increments that they give you, like almost like little, uh, like baby steps along the way. And when you have a really big goal, so for instance, this article is talking about marathon training. I mean, that's not, that's not something that we think any of us can just stumble out of bed one morning and decide to go run 26.2 miles. But there is this thing in us that, uh, that thinks, well, I can sort of postpone who I am, who, who I will be then. You know, I can put that off for another day and just kind of run some extra miles or diet a little bit more or whatever uh, when you know, when you have so when you have a big goal and you think about being shaped into the image of Christ, then that's such a big goal that that it's very easy for us to begin to think, well, today doesn't actually matter then. And that just devalues today. That devalues life with God. It actually matters how we live today and uh, the enjoyment of being able to to walk with him today. So um, you know, down with uh, big, experiences at all cost, right? And and let's live day to day that in such a way that uh, like it actually matters and it, and it actually can be lived in his presence and enjoyed with the people around us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 10 Minute Think Through. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take a moment to rate us on the iTunes or Android podcast store. You can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website, 10minutethinkthrough.com. Thank you.